1: What's up guys and welcome back to Beyond the Void Horror Podcast. So guys, it is Monday and we got a special review for you today. We're going to be talking about the cult of Chucky. And uh, some of you may have or may not have seen that movie as it's on Netflix now, which is essentially free, although you still pay a subscription, yada, yada. But unfortunately, and a lot of people didn't know this, that the unrated version of that movie is not on Netflix. So you will be missing out on a lot of gore as well as the end credit scene. So fortunately, I was able to get the Blu-ray. I think you rented it. So, and we, I watched the entire franchise already just because I was preparing for this. And then I think Brittany's seen quite a few, but I think she watched The Curse and Cult. Yes. Um, Just to give you guys a heads up, we will not be spoiling anything in the beginning of this. So when we do our review, it'll just be like a regular review without any spoilers. And then when we get done with that, then we'll jump into the spoilers section. So you won't have to worry about anything. We got it all taken care of for you. Come sit on Grandpa Alex's lap, no. and and Nana and Nana, Nana Brittany. Brittany.
0: <laughs> I don't like
1: that. I know it's kind of weird. Uh. I'm
0: not old enough to be a Nana. I'm getting
1: there. I don't know. Uh, so how you been? Good. Yeah.
0: Yeah. My mom's in town, so I'm just chilling. Oh,
1: that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty excited about that. Hanging out with her a little you know,
0: bit. No, my mom's pretty rad. So
1: we've been fucking busy though, so yeah. it's been hard to hang out. I know. It's been
0: rough doing three <laughs>
1: movies this week was a little more than we technically four yeah four technically because yeah. we watch curse so do you have anything going on though other than that or
0: no just getting ready for our vegas trip that's right Ooh. which
1: is weird because everything that happened fuck yeah like we're thinking to ourselves like oh shit
0: everyone thinks i'm crazy for going uh, uh, do like, they i can't pause my entire life just because of that like, well
1: i the way i look at it is that it's fucking tragic what happened and i don't care what political side you're on it's human life right and it's shitty what the fuck happened so and that's about as political as i'm gonna get but as far as like going or not going we debated it a little bit and i thought to myself like well i mean it's not like vegas is the spot where all this stuff always happens it was a pretty fucking random crazy thing that was like insane uh but you know we have to just try to Keep living life, right? We're like, more
0: likely to die on our way to Vegas than anything happening to us, right? In Vegas, well, hopefully so.
1: not. But yeah. thanks, Brittany. You just fucked awesome. us up.
0: I'm a great driver. It's <laughs> fine. I'm an excellent driver. <laughs> I speed, but I'm a good driver. Def,
1: def, def, definitely.
0: Def, def, definitely. I mean, you know. I don't drive behind logging trucks. I've seen Final Destination. Right? I know what's up. (laughs)
1: Dude, yeah. Any log trucks? We're going around. Bye. Yeah. (laughs) Speed past that motherfucker right now. (laughs) Um, What was I going to say? We're going to be going out to Vegas. So we're going to actually be going to see the Perturbator show with John Carpenter. And then we're actually going to be going to the Zach Baggins, the Haunted Museum that has just opened up in Vegas that a lot of people have been anxiously awaiting to go. Uh, one of them is not Brittany.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm she, looking forward to the Haunted Museum, but...
1: She thought I tricked her, too. I, I thought she knew what I was talking no. about.
0: I thought he purposely left out the part about Zach what's his nuts
1: yeah he's gonna give us a tour his while we're fucking, there oh
0: my god i wish That'd be great
1: <laughs> no you can't great. be mean to the. i'd be nice yeah i was gonna say i'm a nice person sort of but there's some cool unless shit he's there. wearing
0: a fucking like iron cross shirt and then i probably won't be nice <laughs> right
1: and just to give you guys a heads up because of that trip we are going to be taking off that week so that monday through the thursday so monday the 30th through that week we're gonna have off because yeah. we need a break. We've been busting our ass. And I normally never take a break, but I feel like missing one episode, one week and an entire year in like a month or two is pretty good. Well,
0: we're going to have a lot to get ready and go over anyways right. after the trip. So we're going to need some time because the, the following week after we get back and everything's been settled, like that's basically going to be devoted to. Right. We did in Vegas. Well, And we're going to be
1: we're going to try our best to do videos and such of anything that we can record. We're not sure that we can do any video recording or photo shooting of the Haunted Museum, but we'll try to give you kind of like maybe an outside the the museum sort of like pep talk or whatever, and then we'll try to combine it that week. I'll put together a video of all the the editing and photos and everything that we have with music or something like that so that you guys can kind of like follow along. And uh, I'll do the best I can. Uh, I'm not saying it's going to be perfect, because odds are we're going to have a drink in our hand everywhere we go.
0: It's Vegas. (laughs) We're going to have a drink the entire time.
1: So, but yeah, just keep that in mind. We'll be gone from the 30th that week on, but we will be back that following Monday. So,
0: So Alex, how have you been this week? What have you been up to? That doesn't sound
1: canned at all. Uh, You can
0: edit it to sound canned. It's fine. (laughs) Uh,
1: I've been really fucking busy like you. Uh, You have like a regular job. (laughs) I do like like four days a week. I work on the podcast every day. I try to promote. But I've been working on some music in the background uh, between times I'm doing stuff on the podcast. Uh, There's a new album coming out. I can't say right now what it is. But uh, you definitely want to keep your eyes out on 13th because I did a track where I sang and screamed on and helped to do a little bit of production on a track with uh, a synthwave project that I really like. And it was a lot of fun. And I think the track's pretty killer.
0: I may or may not have heard it. You did. And it's pretty awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know if I was allowed to say. <laughs>
1: I'm hoping people like it because I know a lot of synthwave players don't, or like listeners don't like vocals. Like, they like to just imagine what this world is like mm-hmm. in the music kind of thing. I and like it, vocals. I'm I, I'm just I'm a singer. So naturally, I want to sing over everything that I like. Right. So, <laughs> but hopefully you guys like it. We'll see. They it will. was a lot of work. It's cool. I went hoarse because I used to scream all the time in my band and I haven't like you know when you're screaming for like four or five hours straight that's like doing four shows right. or five shows you know what i mean or maybe even more mm-hmm. and and it's like if your voice isn't you gotta kind of get your voice back into that but i think it did a good job so we'll see but anyway enough about my fucking dumb shit
0: what time is it <laughs> i think it's about that I think time ready oh
1: yeah horse shots, shots! This week, since we're going to be doing a review of Cult of Chucky, we figured what better way to ring in the horror shots than do a (laughs) Chucky child's play sort of theme shot. Now, we've done one before. I did one with Mark Doubt, also known as Bava Lamp on Instagram. If you want to check out some of his artwork, he does a lot. Do it, it's dope. We did a a Chucky fucker before. (laughs) Chucky fucker. (laughs) So we figured we'll do a redheaded step Chucky this time. For the cult of Chucky, yes. So the ingredients for this one, it's kind of like a redheaded slut, but we put a tweak on it a little bit. But we got Jägermeister, so it's like one part of Jägermeister, one part triple sec, and one part grenadine. Or no, not one part, just a scotch. Scotch <laughs> and orange uh, juice. Oh, and orange juice and and like one, So it's one part Jägermeister, one part triple sec, one part orange juice. Uh, You put a skosh of fucking grenadine grenadine on top, and then you put a little pairing of orange candy slices on the top. And uh, that was Brittany's idea, because we couldn't find an orange, (laughs) and we were too lazy to go to the store. We probably should eat more oranges. You
0: don't live near any fucking regular grocery store. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Well, we're in a bunker out in the middle of, you know, Arizona.
0: With our crystal skulls with fire red eyes. Shake it. (laughs)
1: All right. All right. So, so we, we've already got it mixed up. You're going to want to serve this chill.
0: Yeah. This is basically all of your bad high school decisions mixed into one drink. Yeah. These shot glasses are so cool. Want to play? Want to play? No. <laughs> not with you, you stupid. Not like that, you
1: fucking dirtbag. No, bag. I'm
0: talking about Chucky. Oh. <laughs> I don't play with him either. Well, fuck. Cheers. Pour me another. That was good.
1: It's actually not bad.
0: Oh, there's the Jaeger. Ah! It's like high school. Yeah,
1: there's no getting away from Jaeger. Oh,
0: high school. It's all over. It's all back.
1: Every time we've mixed Jaeger in something, it's awful. You can taste it.
0: Well, Jaeger one of those things that, like, it's, it's its own thing. It fucking sneaks up on your ass, man. You Want to play? No. <laughs> Cheers.
1: <laughs> Ready? Yes. All right. Ugh. Okay, yeah.
0: Black licorice is the worst thing ever invented. <laughs>
1: So, if you guys are interested in trying to make a red-headed step-chucky, then you can go to longlivethevoid.com and check out our hashtag Horseshots now.
0: Horseshots!
1: So guys, this week we're not going to be doing the news Since we're going to be kind of getting in depth about Cult of Chucky Uh, Typically when we do a review we kind of skip over the news But this last week was a little light on the news We got a lot of trailers and there's stuff coming up But we're going to jump right into the Cult of Chucky review Spoiler free first And then we'll jump into the spoiler And we'll give you plenty of notice that we're going to be going into the spoiler area Alright guys, so we are back and we're going to be doing our Cult of Chucky review. Now I'm going to give you a heads up guys, if you haven't seen Curse of Chucky, you're going to want to watch that first. Do it. First and foremost because Curse and Cult are paired together. They tie in to each and, other. And technically Curse and Cult are tied into the entire franchise.
0: Yeah, it, it does this whole like really cool looking back.
1: I think the only thing that's not in there is the Seed of Chucky.
0: Yeah, I didn't catch anything from that.
1: So, and as I mentioned before, guys, you can watch the Netflix version of Cult of Chucky and Curse of Chucky for free or your subscription, but it is not the unrated version and it doesn't have the stinger at the end after the credits. Yeah, the, so, the post-credit scene on its own is, is worth it. To it totally Just is.
0: spend the fucking $5 to rent it if you can't illegally download it somewhere.
1: 100%. So, the story of this one, as read on... I am debu. <laughs> Chucky returns to terrorize his human victim Nika. Meanwhile, the killer doll has some scores to settle with his old enemies with the help of his former wife. That's the story, but it opens up a lot. Now Don Mancini comes back of course to direct this movie which he is pretty much one of the fathers of Chucky. Uh he has been a big part of the Chucky franchise. He's been a part of all of it in some aspect. He also wrote this movie. Also, it has some people we saw in The Curse of Chucky. You're going to have Allison Dawn Doran, who is Rachel. She did a movie called Dead of Winter in 2014. She was in a couple of TV shows, Murdoch Mysteries. She did Seed, which she did about three episodes on that. She's relatively a a newer uh, actor, I guess, in a way. She was also in The Good Witch, and then now she's in this movie. She plays Rachel, but Alex Vincent, the original Andy Barclay, comes back. Barclay, Barclay, whatever. He comes back as an adult this time. He was in The Curse of Chucky, but he does come back, and boy, is he a little different in this one. It's <laughs> not the same little sweet kid you think.
0: No, it's perfect. It's a good tie-in to the post-credit scene from Curse.
1: Right. And no movie would be a Chucky movie or a Child's Play movie without, without- Brad Dourif.
0: Brad Dour- Yeah, absolutely. I would I would completely and 100% boycott the fuck out of this shit if they didn't have Brad Dourif It's going to the get Boys. there one day. It is. Well, if they fucking keep going, yeah, it's going to hopefully when they do number eight, which is probably going to happen.
1: It'll be number 12. That I
0: think. is it. Oh, stop at eight, <laughs> please.
1: But he comes back as Chucky, the voice of Chucky. His daughter returns. She was in Curse. She was the girl that was uh, wheelchair bound. Nika. Nika. Also, there's quite a few other actors in this one. Michael Thoreau, who plays Dr. Foley, who is one of my favorite actors in this movie. You got Zach Santiago, who plays Nurse Carlos. He's been in quite a few things I've seen before. Uh, he was in Shooter. He was in the TV series I Zombie, a movie called Bad City. He was in the Battlestar Galactica Blood and Chrome TV movie from 2012, and quite a few other things. <laughs> but he does a really good job in this movie as well. He's great. There's quite a few actors in this movie. There's also Adam Hurtig, who plays Michael. He plays. Like a crazy person in the asylum.
0: Multiple personality disorder. Yeah, he
1: was also in The Curse of uh, Ch- Chucky as well, but he had a really bit part. And oh, okay. He was also in uh, the show Supernatural, movie called Devil's Gate that's uh, coming out which is fucking looks awesome. Mm-hmm. I'm super excited. I think it's like an alien movie. So I'm anxious to see that one as well. And by the way, I forgot to mention Jennifer Tilly returns like an idiot. Yeah, duh. I don't know why I would forget that, but she returns as Tiffany Valentine and she's kind of strewn throughout the whole oh, movie a awful. little bit. She wasn't that <laughs> she's great. She's
0: awful. It
1: wasn't as she didn't hit like she did with like Bride of Chucky. mm uh, but nowhere near dude. she was just kind of like it felt like she was a little bit, even though she was a big part of the story, she just kind of felt like an afterthought she I think she only shot like two or three days total. um
0: I believe, yeah, I believe she fit she, in like two days, yeah or something that 's what mean, I remember it was at the it. end of the filming, right, and this was actually like the first time her and Andy met,
1: yeah. Joseph DeLuca composed the music in this one. He is well known for doing Evil Dead 1, 2, Army of Darkness, Moontrap, the fucking music and curse he did uh, as well. And he is just phenomenal. Like, I I think his music in this, I think the music in these movies are really fucking good. Mm -hmm. Really enjoyed it. So what what did you think about everything? What did you think of the movie?
0: (laughs) Overall, I'll say I didn't hate it, but as everybody is very well familiar with my opinions on the whole Chucky franchise from yeah. my first episode that, you know, my introductory episode was, hey, let's do a play one and two. And I was like, oh, great. I fucking hate Chucky. <laughs> OK, so I I'm not I've never been sold on this franchise or the idea of Chucky and anything about it. I just never been interested essentially like i just i feel like if some stupid little fuck like that's coming after me i'm gonna kick its ass like it's i'm not scared it's a fucking stupid doll like i will burn it i will take i will do whatever the fuck i need to to fucking survive it's half my size like this is fine right you know unless it kills me when i'm sleeping i'm not worried about
1: it which it will
0: which it will and it's gonna like you know uh, whatever but it's just (laughs) i actually was very impressed overall um with not even just with cult but with curse too as far as like the visual yeah like how it and it's partly because of the day and age that we're in now sure you know it's a million fucking years later than it was when they first did child's play and it but it's it's a different world but visually it's so elevated like the standards are raised way fucking up here in comparison to where they were in the original movies but i still like the nostalgia in the original movies a lot better but i like how clean these felt
1: well you liked part two More than the first one, right? I did, yeah. This one, well, Curse, in my opinion, went back to the roots of what one was. There was a lot of suspense in Curse. I didn't
0: like Curse at all.
1: You didn't like Curse at all? No,
0: I was bored out of my fucking skull. Well, that
1: would make sense why you might not like this one a little bit, because it's a little closer to that than...
0: Yeah, also bored out of my skull. Right. (laughs) for me, and it's it's hard in comparison, especially to the two other movies that we did for this week, which are harder movies to follow
1: mm-hmm.
0: by leaps and fucking bounds. These the other movies we're going to talk about are way harder to follow than these two. Right. These are more fun and like carefree kind of, you know, horror movies and fun horror movies. They're sure. funny. They've always been funny. They've always been silly and campy. Like the acting's never been great. It's always kind of subpar shit. And... Um, but the story and the effects are always pretty cool, and that's fine. But I, I was struggling to pay, be able to pay attention because there was so much wasted time. I felt like there was just so many wasted moments and opportunities, and it dragged on and dragged on and dragged on, and it was unnecessary. Okay, that was just that was my biggest issue. And then I always have an issue with dis- disassociating myself from like being able to realize and understand that this is not meant to be taken seriously. Right. And so I always struggle with that, with the, with the Chucky franchise. It's like, I don't need to take this so seriously. So I nitpick stupid things that nobody should be nitpicking about it, but they bother me.
1: I have a lot of categories when it comes to different types of movies. Like, I would not try to compare this movie to something like Videodrome. Right. Do you see what I mean? So yes. it's in a different category in the campy kind of silly fun kind of way whereas Videodrome and some of the movies we're going to be talking about on Thursday are going to be a little bit more serious Artistic. although one of them isn't so. No. But yeah, it's a, it's a little more stylized.
0: Right. And it so I once I kind of sat myself down in my brain and went just let go and have fun mm-hmm. with this. I did actually enjoy them to a point like i curse i was just fucking bored like I, okay. I couldn't i couldn't have fun with it like there were little bits that were funny like little lines from from chucky that are always funny and then the post credit scene in that was just great okay so great i loved it but with cult i had way more fun so i actually enjoyed this quite a bit and it's my favorite really really from this entire franchise. franchise,
1: cult cult is
0: cult is because huh. I, which is shocking to me because I didn't think I was not excited about it at all.
1: <laughs> like, well, that's that's a good that's as a good you know, date.
0: it's just so elevated in comparison to the rest. I mean, there's so many issues and little stupid things that I don't like, but when I take that and separate it, okay, and I just have fun with the movie out of all of them that i have seen and i haven't i I will say i haven't watched the entire franchise okay there's bit i've seen bits and pieces of every single movie Mm
1: -hmm. but i've
0: seen one two three all the way through and then i've seen curse and cold
1: oh so you missed out on the other two yes oh okay but i've
0: seen bits and pieces from those two but i haven't seen them from start to finish okay oh no wait I've, i've seen bride of chucky I take that back. I was going to say I thought you I saw said that, that when I was a did. kid. Yeah, yeah. yeah, which was hilarious. Seed by is the way. one
1: of the worst in my opinion, so.
0: Yeah, no, I, I did see Bright Up Chucky, but I was a child because I saw it when it came out right? and I was relatively young and I wasn't allowed to watch it, but I watched it anyways because I thought it was cool that they had a girl doll. Yeah, okay, so yeah, check yeah, sure. So I it out because she was cool and gothy and I loved it. <laughs> but <laughs> I I don't to me honestly, I will say that I really love Child's Play 2. Like I love the whole idea and concept behind that movie. It's great, but this is probably my favorite. Just like how it's like this how it's styled and how it's done. There are so many beautiful scenes yeah. in this movie that, and it's just it's very very clean from start to finish. Right. I will okay. say that as as many little stupid inaccuracies that I have, especially being in the medical field, I'm so like I'm, I'm I'm more like picky on things like that, you right. know, okay. and like little things that. I noticed that they probably didn't think of when they were filming this. Okay. That I wish they kind of would have because it would have made the story a little bit more believable for people like me who have a problem like disassociating the fact of reality versus this is stupid and it's a fucking killer doll. Yeah. With his, you know voodoo spells or whatever right but I overall even though I I struggled to pay attention in a couple parts like it was still pretty decent I I liked that the character development was actually pretty well done Mm -hmm. for the little time that they spent on each character before they were killed right like it, it was still pretty well done okay you know they everybody kind of had their own story and their own idea that you were kind of able to connect with a little bit so it worked out in a way. And it's, I don't know. There's just always some shit that's so unnecessary that's like gets thrown in in the last minute that I'm like, oh, God, or it's so predictable. You're just like, okay. really? Like, but liked it way more than I thought I was going to. And it's your
1: favorite in the series. It's so that's got to be something.
0: It's hard to say it's I liked it better than Child's Play 2. But overall, it's I, pretty close. It's pretty
1: close. OK, well, for me and my opinion about this movie, I feel like this brought it back. This is so you guys can kind of get a better understanding for yourselves. If you've seen Curse of Chucky and you actually liked it, I have a feeling that you would probably like this one. Oh, absolutely. The Curse is a little bit more serious, but it kind of warms you up to this one. So it's very important that you watch it. I feel like Curse kind of brought back the suspense to me. There's a lot of sections in the Curse of Chucky that I really liked, like they were doing the the chili thing and there was like you didn't know who got poisoned and, and it was really interesting in that respect chili roulette yeah chili this roulette awesome. like it was fucking that was a genius I, idea
0: I do completely agree with you on that that's However, what I liked
1: about it is that it had more suspense it didn't rely on just cheap jokes yes and we had been ruined by that with the seed of Chucky now this one mm. I feel like brings it all the movies together much like The Curse of Chucky said, did which I truly loved I actually really like Curse after watching it the second time again, uh, so it's growing on me. I'd say it's pretty safe to say, you know, this one is a hit for me. Like, I really enjoy it. It's really gory. It's kind of brutal. It's also kind of funny. Uh, Some of the best death scenes in the series, in my opinion...
0: Oh, absolutely. Like the way that
1: I should have been, in my opinion.
0: This is like, I, honestly, to me, I felt like this is the goriest of all of them.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: By far. And I mean, it's like, it's a little cheesy and a little campy at some parts, but it's still really fucking cool. And there's like two scenes in particular. Okay. That we'll discuss later, but that are just out of this fucking world outstanding.
1: Well, and the other really cool thing, and I don't I'm not going to spoil it for you, but I will tell you that there was a story that some of the elements in this movie were supposed to take place in one of the other movies in the franchise that never got used. And if you followed along when we we talked about the first two, you probably know what I'm talking about. We'll divulge that in the spoiler section because yes. we can't <laughs> talk about that.
0: I thought ta- I think I brought that up when we did um, fucking Child's Play one? No, it's not that. It's, oh. No,
1: I know what you're talking Damn it, about. Though. I got all excited. But <laughs> plus, there's only a few things well, that I didn't like about cause... this movie, but more on that in the spoilers part. I genuinely feel like this belongs in the series. It didn't feel like it was out of place. No,
0: it totally ties in.
1: Curse pushed the old ways of Child's Play, what was missing, I feel like, the suspense that, that should have been there throughout the entire series. Uh, though cult sort of brings back the humor it kind of is like a mix of the suspense and the humor in a weird kind of mix uh, the only minor grievances that I have are somewhat with the Chucky dolls oh. like how they looked their neck in particular but after you sort of get used to it and curse and this one you know Brad's Brad's voice is Chucky kind of carries your attention anyway so I do like the eyes of these dolls a little bit more because they are a little bit more realistic and they're veiny. And to me, they feel way creepier.
0: Oh, I agree. I absolutely agree with that. But that was the only thing about it that made it creepier. Other than that, it looked too fake.
1: Sure. There are some bad CGI moments in both of the films, Curse and this one, uh, that get a little bit of a miss for me on that. And that may get under a little bit of people's skin. But if you were able to watch the first Curse of Chucky and were okay with it, then you kind of know what to expect going forward with this one. Right. But I don't think they used it as much as they did in Curse. There was something.
0: I didn't notice it as, as much. much. Yeah. In Colt as I did in Curse. In Curse I I fucking noticed it.
1: Yeah. If you if you like Curse, you'll be okay with this one.
0: Even if you didn't like Curse, I think you'll like this better. Just, yeah. Like, I think you're going to like Colt. I honestly do. Like, I feel like even if you're like me who fucking hate Child's Play and hate this entire franchise, like, I mean, hate's kind of a strong word. I wouldn't necessarily say I hate it, but right. I've never understood why Chucky was so terrifying to people. Like, I don't, maybe I just well, never had a fear of dolls. It's the same reason
1: that if you, if you like tarantulas that you wouldn't understand somebody that's scared of a tarantula.
0: No, I get that. So that's what what I mean? think that's what it is, is that I I never had a fear of dolls. Right. I never, that things like that never or bothered me. Or clown well,
1: phobia. Yeah, we what know, we know
0: what the clown thing dev, does for me. So <laughs> um, I gotta, yeah. Never mind. Anyway, <laughs> um, so maybe that's what it is. But I just, to me, it's just, it's not scary. Well, and I think that's think you how also I missed with... the
1: brunt of the series anyway. Growing up, well, you, I did not, not to not to make fun of you. No, or I wasn't. I wasn't born
0: until nineteen ninety. Right. So, so this is a
1: little bit of an older franchise. It is,
0: and I feel like that's a big part of it too. Is mm. that I was. I was a baby when this stuff came out. That I I couldn't watch it. I couldn't see it. I saw Bride of Chucky. Like what year did Bride of Chucky ninety five? I think. Yeah. So I saw it when I was like six. Like you have to think of things like that. You know, right, like or it was ninety
1: seven. I can't remember. Either way,
0: I was a child.
1: Yeah. And no, I remember no, totally. specifically
0: sneaking to watch it at a friend's house. And I was a child.
1: Well, I've been on the show and talked about Chucky quite a few times throughout the episodes that we've done and I think it was with Patrick and Mike when we were talking about like what our favorite franchises were and I can't remember what episode it was but I've always said Chucky is not a high on the list in fact, it's like Michael Myers and Chucky are closer to the bottom for what? me. Yeah, for Michael me, Michael
0: Myers really. I want to yeah, pick your brain on that later. I'm talking
1: about as a whole as a franchise. Okay, I'm not talking about like specific movies. I'm just saying
0: as a as really? a catalog
1: of movies in a franchise. I like more movies in other franchises than these those two.
0: Okay, so I want, I, I want another time. I want your explanation. We'll of get why it. Michael yeah, we we'll the bottom because that's I'm super fucking curious as to why.
1: All in all, the the movie covers a lot of new ground, though, in this cult of Chucky that I think some of you probably have probably considered in your minds and perhaps always wanted to see. Uh, Andy is back in this movie, which is a huge piece of the whole franchise, in my opinion, because it's him who started this whole thing. And I'm actually really glad because his interactions with Chucky made the movie for me. His acting wasn't perfect. No, it was not good. But his acting got us by and the interactions that he had with Chucky and the specific scenes that they were together were some of my favorite in the entire movie. They're believable enough, like yeah. especially in the beginning. And some of the actors in this movie really weren't that great. They weren't perfect, but they did their job pretty well. Dr. Foley, who plays the therapist or mm. psychologist, he was super fucking creepy in this movie. Bag. He was yeah. really good at being super kind and then switching into super creep mode like immediately Um, there was a lot of laughs I felt like in this movie I did laugh quite a few times and there was a lot of uncomfortableness that I felt thrown around kind of in a good way overall it's basically Chucky in a mental institution yes and so you're gonna have hijinks ensue right (laughs) so with these types of kind of combinations it's kind of a silly environment to put Chucky in but it, it hadn't been done So I thought that was really good. But I I thought this movie was super well shot. Like, Um, I loved the camera work that they did it. They did the the, uh, diopter uh, shots where they have, like, you do two separate shoots for one person standing on the other side and then someone standing in the background. And then you kind of mix them together. Yeah. Uh, I love those shots. Um, Everything was white and gray and black. And then Chucky was like the colorful piece in the whole aesthetic. And then blood in particular was super vibrant Mm -hmm. in this movie. Whether or not you maybe feel like the blood was real or not, it it is the contrast between the blood, Chucky, and the white and gray, black neutral colors was a really cool aesthetic. I liked it. Okay. I thought that was a, a bonus in the movie, so... It was a really—I don't know—I just liked it. It made, everything made it. It made it all the colors in the movie pop.
0: Yeah, and that's—you um, actually kind of put something into perspective for me as to why they probably chose to do that whole clean, white, modern everything that they did, which sure. bothered the fuck out of me because this whole time I'm going, "This is a fucking insane asylum." Like, mental health care is one of the least funded fucking things in America right. next to public schools. Well, this the, is fucking ridiculous. Well, this
1: is, you know, Canada, so. Well,
0: <laughs> but it's supposed to be America.
1: <laughs> Not, well, yeah, probably, yeah. But, it's, but it, it was, was shot filmed in, in Can- yeah. Winnipeg,
0: I believe, in Canada. Yeah, 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 but yeah. it's supposed Manitoba? to be America. If there's a mental health facility or a fucking psych ward, I even if it's up. medium, fucking, like, security psych ward that looks like that anywhere in america yeah why is everybody not there like that has to be a like super fucking pride just sounded like a skipping record holy shit
1: like I, I get know. your point, but like we're also talking about a doll that kills people. I
0: know exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like that's why I was the whole time and being nitpicky about it. Like I'm smacking mouse the entire time. Like that would never fucking happen. This would never doesn't fucking look like that. Blah blah. blah. We, they would never have an office like that. They don't make shit for fucking money. He's not going to make enough money to have a fucking office like that. And he's like, "It's a killer doll, bitch. Calm the fuck down." And I'm like, "Holy shit, you're right." Yeah. And that's why I was like, I need to fucking separate I that. think what
1: it is is that you have an opinion about this series. Just you did not like it.
0: I went into it with preconceived notions. You, you really... And,
1: and that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. It. it doesn't mean you have to like it. Like, I, I know some friends that didn't like it either. Like, they thought it was boring as shit. But me and Christina watched this, and we were laughing, and we were like, yes! Oh, fuck yes! And, no. I, don't, and I don't even like the Chucky series that much. Right. And I really... I, this is seriously one of the better movies... Oh, for sure. ...in the entire franchise. Hands it really down. is. Like, one, two, and this one are probably the best in the entire franchise. Agreed. I don't know where it fits into... It's 2 or 3... 2 or Cult. They're fighting for it. And I almost want to give it to Cult just because it's gorier. Because the, the second one is really creative and interesting. I love 2. 2 was like a lot of fun. And like there was like some cool like effects that they did with it. But this one just goes like I was like holy
0: shit it's awesome like and I just like I said it's so hard for me to choose between two and Colt yeah it really is it's but tough. in it there's just a couple of scenes in particular in Colt that almost take it away from two like two was good from start to finish like I wasn't bored yeah watching it whereas Colt I was bored in a lot of in a lot of scenes because I felt like it was just unnecessary and there was I,
1: only one spot that I got bored and it was like talking it was like Dr. Foley and Fiona's character Nika Um, that, that really only bothered me it was like the only lull that I had and it was only like a 10 minute lull if that
0: yeah it's just some of it was just too long really? and I felt like they could have wrapped some shit up a little bit quicker. Well, I think but... they are
1: trying to go for that suspense again, like the curse. Like curse like did. Yeah. yeah,
0: curse was really good about bringing in that old school suspense like you mentioned. And yeah, they it, really, it really wanted was. to try to
1: like it's like they really just wanted to make you wait for it because you knew they it did. was coming but they just wanted to kind of like just I don't know put some care into it
0: they got you like they hook you that was what I liked about it and I love when horror movies do this shit where they fucking hook you and they hook you and then nothing happens Yeah, <laughs> and then you're just like
1: you That's not a good thing. fucking yeah, yeah.
0: assholes but then all of a sudden bam and then you're like what the fuck like <laughs> I love that shit like I love when it's not super predictable stuff and they did a lot sure. of that in Curse which was great
1: well I think a lot of people in the franchise Franchise, You've got such a mixed batch of people who like different types of movies. That's why I try to compare this to other movies that other people may l- like or dislike so that you guys can kind of make a better you know, opinion about it. Because the first one was kind of serious. There was some funny stuff in it, but it was an overwhelming comedy like, right. say, Bride of Fr- uh, Chucky.
0: Yeah, which is
1: like over the top stupid. and then Seed of Chucky is just bad over the top humor. Yes. for the most part.
0: And I think you put a lot into perspective for me as far as um with what you mentioned with the stylization of this film and how the everything is all white and clean, but he is really the colorful piece and the blood right. and and everything is the colorful elements of it and That's totally true.
1: Yeah, there's like no color other than that.
0: Yeah, and as I think about that, like you point that out, that's something I didn't even think of when I was watching it, and I'm just like, holy shit, you're right. Yeah. Like that, maybe that's exactly why they went with this type of an idea instead of how insane asylums are generally portrayed, which is how they actually are. Right. Which is gross and run down and fucking dirty. And I almost felt like this would have been a creepier and scarier film if they would have done it that way, but I can kind of see why they didn't. And I when don't... you, especially when you say that, I'm like, oh my god! Like I can see where they're going with the style of the film.
1: Yeah, I feel like Don Mancini's gotten better. Oh, for sure. To be honest, because like his shots are so well thought out. There was like this really cool shot where they have these like a V-shaped hallways on either side, and there was this really cool shot that they pan around the whole fucking room where the the secretary's desk is and it's beautiful i was like jesus christ this is like one of the most artistic chucky movies ever oh
0: there's the oh.
1: Like, it's, like, well shot. Like, it's almost, like, trying to be serious here. There's but. one
0: scene in particular for me that I just had a fucking raging lady boner. Yeah, don't say I'm it And I'm not yet. going to say okay. it yet. I'm gonna, well, I'm waiting until we get to the spoiler yeah, part. Yeah, guys, if you want to get to the spoil
1: section and see what we really think about some of the scenes and breakdowns, we're going to do that here next. But ultimately, my last and final thoughts on the spoiler-free portion of this is, if you are a fan of The Curse of Chucky movie, this beats it, in my opinion, although I have heard other people say that it doesn't, but I think it's a good balance between Curse, the original Child's Play, and a little bit of the comedy that we got from some of the later franchise. Like, I don't know. The movements, they use real dolls in this, animatronics and everything. There were some sections of CGI. I know that pisses a lot of people (laughs) off, but it's not like to me overwhelming but I'm probably a little bit more forgiving than most people like I don't know like if it's done a little bit like sometimes you can't get away with certain shots you just can't you try to do the best you can and you can't like shadows and stuff like that or a little tough with a doll that has like a fucking 10 inch thick wire cable hanging out the back of the doll you know what i mean because they have like three people or four people that operate the face and then like seven people that do the body and everything and it's just like crazy yeah absolutely so but i don't know there's
0: some instances where it calls for the use of cgi
1: if you like gore you like decent humor that's you know kind of in line with like two or maybe bride of chucky a little bit it's not bride of chucky but it's similar it's
0: it has its moments.
1: It has its moments, yeah. But it's a little bit more serious. There's a couple of funny parts in the movie that I There's really loved. Way
0: funnier parts in Colt than there wasn't Curse.
1: Right. It's <laughs> a little more sad.
0: It is actually. Actually,
1: there was some sad parts. I was just like, wow, this is really kind of sad. It
0: was like, yeah. Like some of the, d- the 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 yet, people in the but, mental
1: institution. Fuck. It was like, wow, these people are really troubled. Yeah. So. Yeah. A couple of them. <laughs> do you have any final thoughts, So,
0: If you're like me, and this is definitely not your favorite of the franchises for horror movies, or if you don't like Chucky, you don't give a fuck about Chucky, at least do yourself a favor and watch this. You should probably watch Curse first, because they really do tie into each other. Yeah. But I mean, even if you don't know anything about the franchise, I feel like you could still enjoy cults.
1: They kind of sum it up in the beginning.
0: They do. In the, in the, beginning, the credit, in the credit. Like, yeah. opening credit scene they do kind of, su- kind of.
1: It's still not as good without Curse. Sum
0: though. it up a little bit, but yeah, but Curse really does. Like, Curse really fucking ties, like, it does what all that, what American Horror Story always does, where they tie in little bits and pieces here and there to every fucking season. Right. And this is, that's what Curse does. It really ties up with a neat little fucking bow package,
1: right? All of the
0: previous Chucky movies into this one, and then it's a really great starting point before you watch Colt. It's not a waste of time to watch both, like I would suggest watching Curse First, but you don't necessarily have to, it just will make more sense. But uh, it can stand alone on its own if you really want it to.
1: Now, as a score based on just the franchise alone. Not
0: comparing it to, to video else.
1: drum or anything else. Yeah. What would you give this a score out of all of the all of the series? Out In of comparis- the seven movies.
0: In comparison to this entire franchise, I would probably give this an eight.
1: Really? Okay.
0: Seven and a half, eight. I
1: would give it a nine out of the whole series. Uh it's competing with two and one.
0: To me it's competing with two. Yeah. But man, one, it's ish ish but yeah ish. the
1: the it doesn't hit all the marks that it needs to it's not it's not flawless or anything like that but i just i felt so it felt nice to be kind of brought back into the Chucky world in a way it wasn't like, there is some flaws to this movie guys. Like it's so maybe it's an 8.5 if I'm being really particular, but right. I still think it's a really good movie in the franchise. And this is coming from someone who like Brittany is, it's not our and it's not their favorite franchise. Yeah. So, but if you guys are interested in some of the trivia and some of the background scenes and what we thought about certain scenes, you can stick around now and we'll get into the spoiler portion of the show. Uh, if you do not want to anything spoiled, then I advise you to watch the movie first, however you want, unrated preferably, after you watch Curse of Chucky as a pairing. But come back and check out what we think to see if we have similar opinions. It's obvious that Brittany doesn't like it as much as me, and I'm kind of a fan of it. So you're going to get at least a good opinion from somebody, one of these two. I'm going to sound the spoiler alert right now.
0: Spoiler, 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 spoiler. This is
1: it world from now on. No more Mr. Good God. Huh. So, you have been warned. If you are listening past this, you are doing this to yourself and you cannot blame us. Do not blame us at all.
0: Yeah, or I'll we're call in you the out.
1: spoiler section. So, dude, I really i'm i got excited before i saw this movie when i watched it i was amped up about it i really am i'm like really amped up about the movie because of a lot of the gore scenes in this fucking movie uh i'm super fucking i don't know what it was but like if you guys have seen the movie which you should you should have if you're listening this far fuckers one of my favorite (laughs) fucking things in the whole fucking movie was the head on a stick the Chucky head on a stick.
0: Oh, in with the beginning Andy, with Andy torturing it. Dude. Oh, it so good. It's so cool. So good. It's like, <sighs>
1: it's almost like part of you is like, hey, fuck you, you know, for killing everybody. So it's almost like you're getting this like vicarious he's, like he, revenge. Right.
0: But he's also his friend. Right. And That's
1: the weird fucked but, up part about it. And Andy's like dark as fuck like this is like he like the movie starts out and he's like fucking having a date with some girl and she is like giving him a shot and she looked up some of his stuff he knows what to expect he's like you read up my shit online right you googled me you googled me (laughs) yeah and then she's like yeah this really just isn't for me you know and so then he this is the best thing to me he goes home and he's like I guess it's just me and you Chucky pulls fucking Chucky's half head out of a fucking safe after looking at like a hundred guns on the fucking wall and this makes sense too because Andy has been through fucking hell as a child It's crazy Yeah, like he's seen death and murder and shit. This is how somebody would be affected, probably. A little paranoid, a little PTSD.
0: Well, yeah, And now they have the head of the fucking doll that tormented them locked up in their fucking safe.
1: Right. And then he
0: tortures the fucking head. It's amazing. He
1: smokes a joint in front of it, which is cool, too. I was like, and then check. It's like they have this little bond. They're friends. Yeah, it's almost like they're friends still. But it's like the dichotomy between the two of them is still there. Like, it's like... I just I fucking
0: loved their dynamic between each other because it to me it all comes back to the original idea with the good guy doll of I'm Chucky. I'm your friend till the end. Right. And I was like, "Oh my god, it's so perfect." Like well, and then, it then was one of so the things cool. they do
1: is like one of the things that Chucky says is, "Wanna play? Hi, I'm Chucky. Wanna play?" fucking and he says Andy it. tries to hand him the joint he's like hey can you give me some of that <laughs> joint man and so he's like yeah why not I've been torturing this head for fucking years it's a normal everyday Friday night yeah. <laughs> and I'm fucking torturing a Chucky head again out of anger for my life being fucked up he hands him the joint he smokes on it and it looks legit like they did the animatronics it really and everything it was really good and, and then he tries to bite him and he's like oh want to play? play yeah I was like fuck yeah dude <laughs> I had a big
0: old fucking lady boner i was like yes (laughs) (laughs) i love all of his like all of his little quips and ways like back at chucky like just even in the post-credit scene for curse yeah. Holy tits.
1: Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah. Like
0: as soon as that shit fucking went, I was like, Yes! He was just <laughs> like play with this. And I'm like, Oh my god, like I can't. Dude, it Alex was so Vincent
1: wasn't the best at the acting. Like in
0: that scene it was good. He's incredible. Well, there's
1: two scenes that they're together. In
0: the asylum, yeah. like the padded room part with the doll he placed there.
1: That was cool. Well, that's another really great scene. But that there was, was cool. another scene where he's watching a video mm. of him trying to tell Doctor Foley so he could, that Nika, who is technically locked away from- Charles Lee Ray's first murder, or like he's attempted murder, attempted murder. He made her paralyzed no, and everything. He killed
0: a father first.
1: He's but, but Alex Vincent, Andy Barkley, is trying to get that girl out of the mental institution because they, they blamed her for all these deaths because they couldn't believe that it was a doll. So he brings the disembodied head into the office and even then. And shoots fucking nails into
0: its head. Into its head. And it's alive, and it's very obvious that it's alive, and they don't believe him because they believe it's some fucking camera or computer trick.
1: Right, and then and then and then while he's watching this video again out of anger, Chucky's behind him Laugh- making jokes, him. <laughs> like laughing. He's like, "Oh, this never gets old. I love it
0: again, Andy. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my god, it's their. As I said, their dynamic is just between the two of them is just incredible. Like, and I love how it ties back, but like as him as an adult and his tortured ass fucking soul. Now that he has possession of who has fucked with him his entire fucking life. Right. You know, he one-upped him. He beat him. Like, he has him, pretty much. And then he still fucking has him in the end, which was so great. It's almost like... Oh, it felt so good. The head on the (laughs) stick
1: is like almost like that voice in the back of his head of his memories Mm -hmm. that's fucking with him. That's always a constant reminder that his life is shit. And it's like, but it's in the physical form because he's got the head that he's, no matter how many times he tortures him, his life is still shit. He's never going to feel better about it. Yeah. Like, he
0: needs to get rid of it.
1: He needs to because otherwise his life's, but he's obsessed because he's afraid it's going to come back for him.
0: Yeah, but it's also his friend. Right. And he hasn't realized that yet, that he needs him. It's
1: kind of a dark little... It's uh, really fucking dark. And it
0: makes you really think, and I love that. That opening scene is... Fucking phenomenal.
1: I love that. That really set the tone for me.
0: I agree. And that's one of the things that makes me enjoy this more than pretty much every other film in the franchise.
1: Because, you know, guys, we always do our favorite scenes and shit. And I've been thinking, you know, because I've been doing this for a while now and we kind of go down our favorite scenes and some movies I'm like struggling, struggling to kind of get a like a favorite scene or point out a scene that bothered me or whatever it is. Like even some movies are just so boring that I just can't even come up with shit
0: you make it up
1: but with this movie like I have like a list of like 10 Yeah, I have quite a bit I can't but see that to me means that there's some even if the continuity of the whole film isn't great perfect it's still got enough to carry you to the end absolutely and that there's something to be said about that in my opinion now is it for everybody probably not I'm sure people are gonna complain about something small or it just bothers them (laughs) I mean it's fine I'm not trying to pick on you
0: No, I know, but I'm that person that complains about stupid things that you shouldn't complain about because it's a fucking movie about a killer doll.
1: I think I was expecting it to be really bad. I was, too. And it it was really good to me. So... I
0: was expecting it to be god-fucking-awful, and it was way better than I thought.
1: Well, and Christina was like... She's like, you need to, like, make sure you write all... I was like, baby, I already got it all written down. Mm -hmm. I was like, I sat there for, like, an hour, like, writing down all my favorite shit, and... uh, and like what i was going to say and and she was like you're really amped up about this and i was like i know that's so weird because i don't like this franchise that much
0: yeah Mouse said the same thing
1: yeah it's so oh he liked it
0: he liked it he, he did d- like he it he actually really liked it but he doesn't he doesn't hate the child's play series like yeah he you know he remembers those movies from when he was growing up and and it always kind of freaked him out and he actually he really liked it he liked all the movies we did this week so um he didn't really like curse that much like he he did ish but he also agreed with me that we both thought it was just really boring
1: I think what it was is for me is after seeing seed of Chucky right it was just so bad Mm -hmm. that I was like
0: thank God
1: like we're a little bit it was a little abrupt it's a huge abrupt change from seed to curse yes like it's very drastic
0: but they do a really great job in both of tying the whole franchise in so I I, I did really like that they did a great job with it so there's
1: two aha moments in the curse yeah
0: but yeah he, he actually he did like it guys. I feel like
1: I feel like Cult of Chucky is a really good movie in my opinion I am not a huge fan of the franchise so maybe I'm not as partial to some of the things that other people like but I, I really do like the gore in this movie I there is a little bit of weirdness like it didn't flow right maybe the movements of the puppets weren't exact but I thought they did a really good job there, there's a little bit of the heart and I can see why some people feel like the Chucky isn't there maybe the energy of like Brad Dourif isn't as Strong, or maybe it just didn't get cut in well, or there's too much space in between. It didn't have the continuity that everybody wanted. But overall, I think it's a decent movie at the very least.
0: I'm not a fan of this franchise at all. Yeah. And I liked it. Yeah. Way more than I thought. So I was not looking forward to going into watching it, and I was just like, why?
1: Did you... um... Why are
0: we still doing Chucky?
1: (laughs) I had to get. It, I had to finish it up because it was, you know, it, Until the mo- next year. Or the two first years from one now. came out twenty nine years ago. Fuck. So it's practically it's, thirty years. It's Older than me, right? Some of the trivia on this guy's, by the way, is Kirschner, Mancini, Brad, and Fiona Dorff, plus Tony Gardner, who did the puppeteering, all consider this movie theirs. So it's like their baby.
0: They all like it. They
1: all grew up. Well, especially like Fiona. Even Tony Gardner's daughter grew up with seeing Chucky. Mm-hmm. So it's like it's it's like kind of like in their family. Even Brad is really Brad Dorough is so excited that Fiona is doing her own thing and that she's done curse and it's almost like he passed the torch in a away and it's staying in the family in a weird way, you know?
0: He's fucking awesome.
1: But I, I just think it's kinda of interesting that they like at least Kirshner, Tony Gardner and Mancini, they all kind of fight over it as to whose movie it is. Yeah. That's why they've never left each other. They just keep going through, right, but like I was saying, Tony Gardner's daughter and Fiona Dorf grew up with this, and they actually, if you think about it, have seen their own parents die, mm-hmm. because Tony Gardner's killed got killed, and I think it was seed of Chucky guy's head gets cut off. It could be bride or seed, but his head gets cut off, so her daughter saw that, and then Fiona Dorff saw him die in the very first movie, well, technically like all of them. Just him as a as a human being. Oh
0: right. Yeah. As a
1: human being, not a puppet. The The puppet's easy to like disassociate. But she says she hates watching that. That's the one thing that she doesn't Mm -hmm. like. And she will never get used to that. Because they have like a really close relationship. Oh yeah, as they should. In The Curse of Chucky, when they cut the head off, she swung the axe. Like, he swung it at her knee, and then she pulls it out, and then she swings it at Chucky, and his head comes off, and it just looks like the plastic end. Yeah. A lot of people were really upset about that. I'm upset about it. I I think it was a poor choice as well. It was stupid.
0: So supposed to be a person.
1: Because of that, that's why they added the gore back to Chucky. Good. Which was a really good idea, in my opinion.
0: Good. Because at first, I questioned it a little bit, especially in the scene with Andy. Oh, yeah. I was like, wait, what the fuck? Like, why does he have guts? Well, and he I'm stomped like, the oh, fuck whoa, out of whoa, that doll. whoa, dog. whoa, whoa, He's supposed to be a person. Right. Like, it makes sense, you know? But at first, I was a little pissed about it. And then I had to remember, too, the Chucky head in the beginning. And I'm like,
1: oh, yeah. Well, there is a kind of a gripe with that. Because if you think about it, like, the, the doll that, die, that Andy kills in the movie is kind of, like, just a and it's like fully bloody and gory which is great but he's like the newborn like he's like in in all the other movies it took a while before he became whole with the doll yes so it didn't really make sense that in a few hours he'd be fully gored up and like you know
0: well then the doll wasn't even alive when he sent it
1: that's what i'm saying like it was only a few like literally just... an hour later and yeah. he was like fully all flesh and yeah plastic it was weird yeah that, that, that could be a gripe that somebody might have with it, and I could totally understand. Right. But again, I don't take this one as serious no. with all the, like, You can't. The anything mythos. in this, you can't. Like,
0: anything in the Chucky series and franchise, you cannot take seriously. Like, try and do yourself a favor and don't take it seriously.
1: D- one of the things that fucking <laughs> caught me off guard in this movie is the wheelchair sex scene.
0: Oh, I hated it. Like, what so the fuck? fucking unnecessary.
1: I didn't mind it. Why? I just was just like, I was like, well, yeah, I guess she's never really had sex. No, it was dumb, Remember, she was a virgin.
0: Yeah, but it was so fucking stupid. Like, there was no fucking point to it at all.
1: They were both okay with it.
0: Well, duh. As actors. It's feeling a fucking Dourif. Like, of course, that guy's okay with it. But honestly, like, it was so unnecessary like it did not need to happen it was a whole five minute fucking segment that could have been passed over easily like there was no point and they don't even it doesn't even tie back into it later when she finds out that he has multiple personalities I was like there's no reason for it
1: part of it though I was like Jesus like it was, oh it, it, it
0: just like right I don't, to I don't,
1: it I don't think it's completely 100% unnecessary but it definitely no, caught me off guard 100%
0: unnecessary <laughs> I, d- I still I mean, went get it, girl, but it's a hundred percent fucking unnecessary. She, she
1: definitely that was her idea, it seemed like. I don't Good. know.
0: That's fine. Like I'm happy for her, but still <laughs> like I would not needed. At all,
1: and a little tidbit on that scene, though <laughs> both the actors actually met at, to have dinner to talk about how they were gonna their do their scene because it is kind of awkward. So she had they had to like sit, and then they were like, "You know, I really don't think that we should kiss in this scene because it just feels like they're just having a fuck," you know, right? Like, and it it really did look that way. But he was like, "No, no, 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 you're gonna kiss. You have to kiss." And they didn't. They both apparently did not want to kiss.
0: I can, yeah. So, I can So uh, Mancini
1: said that they should, but
0: it's more intimate when you kiss, though, and they're not trying to make it intimate.
1: It's oh, not yeah. supposed to
0: be an intimate moment. Like, so when you kiss, it makes it intimate. Well, That's I think just, like, there's just... so many people that have this opinion on cheating where if you fuck somebody else, but you don't have a relationship or you don't kiss this other person, but you f- strictly just fuck them. They don't view that as cheating versus where you kiss somebody, you Hold hands with them in public. That's a little more passionate. That's passionate. That's intimate. Yeah. That's a relationship. Well, it's not passion. It's just intimate. No, it's it's a intimate relationship it's a personal
1: intimate moment
0: exactly one of the things though
1: I feel like though and I would thought about during that scene and why they put it in there is like I don't know what I would be like if I had been in a mental institution for several years I probably would have fucked that guy too do you see what I'm saying like sure I'm just saying like if I was in a mental institution and nothing I had ever seen was positive and everyone that I met talked down to me treated me like a liar a crazy person I'd probably fuck the first person that was nice to me too they
0: try and portray like this is the first normal, quote unquote normal guy that she's met. Yeah, and he is in years, a way. Yeah, and that's what they're trying to portray it as. So I understand it, yeah. but I thought it was unnecessary because they don't go to anything different from that point. Their characters don't grow together to anything that makes sense for why they needed to show them fucking in a scene in the beginning of the film.
1: Well, he goes to bat for her a lot in the movie. Mm. He totally does. He he sticks up for her like three or four times.
0: Yes, but that I don't know. I don't I just, know. I mean, I th- didn't think it, it was needed. I
1: mean, I don't know if the, the 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 like love connection was there. Like, I didn't feel that necessarily. But you he did stand up for because her
0: because he has five personalities,
1: right? But he stood up for her. He's cared about her quite a bit. I just don't know that 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 the, the yeah. relationship was carried across. No. Also, you remember how I was talking about how the shots were really well done. Don Mancini said in the commentary that he was like, "Oh well, you know, I'm a big Brian De Palma fan." So he's like, a lot of the stuff that you see in this movie is going to be my boner for fucking yeah. so Which makes sense, because some of the shots, I, I could see where he got those that vibe from a little bit. And what did you think of the doll in this one, by the way? Like, like well, this and the, the curse are pretty much the same doll. Except they don't have the scars.
0: <sighs> yeah. Until later in Curse, but... I agree with your earlier sentiments about the eyes. Yeah. I loved that because they did feel more realistic, but I felt it was too
1: fake. Felt like his cheeks were bigger? Like his Like yes. he should have made his neck thinner?
0: Yes. I don't know. It just didn't work. And f- CGI and fake and uncomfortable the whole time. It didn't feel as realistic, which is ridiculous considering how many years of difference were between the original Child's Play 1 and 2 in comparison to now, you would think that the older films would feel less realistic than the newer, but that's not the case. Yeah. The older films feel more real.
1: Well, they said that this this particular doll was supposed to be based off Child's Play 2.
0: But still, even in Child's Play 2, they felt realistic. Although it
1: had the teeth of Child's Play 1. Right. Because the If you notice the difference between one and two, was the teeth. Like, he had real teeth in the second one, almost. Yeah. Whereas the first one, it was just the two front buck teeth.
0: And I felt like, I don't know, that was the biggest thing that I noticed, at least, is I felt like the earlier films, the dolls were more realistic than the newer.
1: Okay. So That is one of the flaws in the movie, to me, is the neck thing.
0: Yes, but the eyes were incredible, so they did feel very human. Yeah. And I, I really liked that. Yeah, like they were very believable and they were very creepy and very just unnerving.
1: Well, and as you mentioned before, by the way, you pointed out that Tiffany, the character Tiffany played by Jennifer Tilly, uh, is this is the first scene that her and Andy share.
0: This is the first time they've met right. in, in all of the films. But, I mean, it makes sense because she didn't come around until Bride of Chucky. Right. So he wasn't part of it.
1: Right. Well, and, and, and a lot of the fans online on Twitter, if you I don't know if you remember this, but a lot of people really excited that they were in the same movie together this time mm-hmm. because it would have been the first meeting of them. But apparently C- Don Mancini said that he did not have it written for them to have a part together. And yeah, they don't. And no they do in this movie. They have a sharing they have a shared part in this movie.
0: I don't remember them having a shared part. They
1: do. It's the scene where they're talking on the phone oh. while he, they were both driving and they had that split screen where they had her on the right and him on the left and she was like, "Oh, it's me, Jennifer, Tiffany, whatever." And he was like, "I know who you are."
0: Yeah, okay, because they were both in Curse of Chucky too, but they didn't share a scene.
1: No, yeah, but that that was the scene. Okay, yeah, yeah,
0: okay, I see. They weren't maybe
1: in the same room, but it's the same scene, right?
0: Okay, I see what you're saying.
1: Um, Also, just to give you kind of an idea, the uh, Carlos the nurse orderly had scenes in the movie uh, where he was actually selling photos of Nika on (gasps) Perez Hilton website. What? Remember when he was sitting at the computer and Chucky grabs the knife? You remember when he when Chucky goes up to grab the would never
0: happen. But yeah. Yeah.
1: He goes up, grabs a knife behind him while he's on. Carlos is on the computer. Mm -hmm. Well, directly after that, Chucky goes off to the side and the nurse comes in and she's like, you really shouldn't be doing that. Like he's like, look, I need to take my husband out on a date before he can't go anywhere anymore. I don't know if he's old or sick or what's going on. But you see Perez Hilton on in the background with the pink cover on the top. And he's like, I'm just trying to make a quick thousand bucks and then I'm going to Alaska. Oh
0: my God, I do not even remember that.
1: They didn't have it in it. It's in the extras. Yeah. Okay. But later he also gave Nika a phone. Remember when she was like panicking because they were going to bury the doll because they buried the doll so that she would stop freaking out a little bit. Well, he comes in and feels bad that he's been selling her pictures a little bit so he kind of like befriends her i
0: like that they didn't do that shit though because right. i liked nurse carlos and he was the only one that was nice to her
1: right they 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 i think that's I'm partially why a
0: scumbag especially because they already made her fucking doctor a scumbag well so... he tells
1: her he's like here i'll give you my phone and she was like you don't want your phone And he's like no just use it to tape it if you see something if you see him come out of the ground you can tape it and you know he's like i didn't want to go to alaska anyway so he never really sold the photos so that was his way without her knowing what he was talking about his way of saying sorry.
0: But this is only what happens in the extras. In the extras people. that they so cut out. Yeah, if yeah the deleted scenes. You the DVD you don't know what Alex is talking about. Like me.
1: <laughs> one of the things that I really loved about this movie is that they had multiple Chuckies. Remember I was telling you about the scene that they had in one of the other franchises that they did not keep in it? Well, that was part three. In part three, they were going to have the plastic that Chucky got melted on turn into several different Chuckies. That's what I was
0: talking about. Oh, uh,
1: well, I brought that up That's too. That's what I was
0: so excited about. Because you, you I thought and you were, I both did. Okay. We both tied it in, but in different ways. How I thought how we you were talking it. about the
1: blood buddy thing. That's all I remember remember you saying about it. No. Because they were supposed to have multiple Chuckies and everybody that was like the natural thing that should have happened, but they never did it.
0: We were talking about it, but we approached it in different ways, but we came to the same
1: conclusion. But anyway,
0: continue.
1: (laughs) In this movie, they have multiple Chuckies, which I really liked because they all had a specific, different personality. Uh, The the part three where they were going to do the multiple Chuckies, they ended up turning it into the fucking military school for some dumb reason. I don't know why, but... Don Mancini brings it back into the cult of Chucky, which I think was kind of a nice, I don't know, addition to it didn't mind it at all like it's kind of weird that all of a sudden he just learned a new spell
0: yeah but in his half-assed way of explaining it yeah
1: and the other thing that was kind like, of on
0: voodoo for dummies.com and i'm right. like oh suck a dick
1: yeah well I, it's, it doesn't need to make sense because again why would a doll come back to life exactly <laughs> but in the same respect in the mythos and the storyline and everything like that every time he does the owie dui dembella like I give me the power, I beg of you. The the fucking thunder comes up usually, but they were just doing it. Owie, do you dumbbella? And then boom, Done. they were like popping up. Yeah, I thought the buzz cut one was pretty funny.
0: Oh, the one Andy placed there,
1: dude. That shit had me rolling it a couple times.
0: Oh, that whole scene when they first bring the buzz cut one alive, right? Is goddamn hilarious. That is pretty funny, especially like the little fucking hit at Hannibal. Oh, he's oh, like, why did they cancel God. it? Yeah. I died because Don Mancini wrote a couple episodes. Yeah. So Hannibal. it was like his little jab. It was so fucking funny. Yeah. Like, I just, I was, I lost my shit. Like, I was just, I was laughing so fucking hard. <laughs> it was so funny. Like, and especially just like, they go, they jump straight to the TV series Right, like Not yeah. even anything sounds to the lambs. It just goes, can't believe that fucking show was canceled, man. And I'm like, <laughs> oh my God. Hilarious. They were
1: explaining that when Chucky brings back some of these other multiples, that they're kind of like a newborn in a way like they're fresh chuckies so they're kind of younger minded than the other ones so they're kind of learning to kill again in a way even though they are other like identical chuckies Yeah
0: but which is still why the buzzcut chucky doesn't make any sense
1: But it's still fun But like, it was funny because they're yeah.
0: they're basically like oh yeah go fuck him up
1: like <laughs> he did yeah, the your hair like, go fuck him up One of them's got missing arm because the the fucking chick Joe or uh Madeline Madeline she asks Chucky to kill him. That's we'll talk about that in a little bit here, but his arm's missing. The other one had his hand melted, so he has got these like claw fingers. fingers. yeah. <laughs> and then the buzz cut. He, and and I like he's like he's like, man, I've had a really bad day. I'm missing an arm, and basically, and they're like, yeah. He's like, yeah. What about me? I got my hand melted. Look at this.
0: Look what they did to my
1: hair. <laughs> they're like, oh yeah, yeah. That's really bad, dude. Yeah. You go go fuck him up. Go fuck him up. Yeah. <laughs> like what? You gotta. Oh wait, no. He's like, he What do you say? He's like, yeah, that, that's a good point. Fuck him up big time.
0: Fuck him up big time. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I don't know. I just, I liked that they had multiple Chuckies and then they kind of make a play on like who is also a Chucky because you kind of think that the Malcolm character, the the crazy guy that has the wheelchair sex no, with her. No,
0: they bring him into, he tries to be a Chucky.
1: Yeah, because he's got multiple, he's called multiple Malcolm.
0: Which is interesting. Like, I, I liked that. And then he's like, in my brain and blah, blah, blah. And then the,
1: oh my God. Yeah. I mean, there is, Cool. <laughs> as so cool. As much I, as I thought he was a decent actor, I thought that his parts oh, he was were the a best little at all of them. You think? Yes. I don't know. Like some of his stuff was a little I don't know. He was
0: better in well in certain scenes than others, but he was better than most of them, but that may just be coming across to me because he had more screen time. Okay. Than the other asylum patients. But I thought the chick that played Madeline, 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 or whatever. She was amazing. Chick, she was horrible. What? Are you kidding me? She was so fucking unbelievable. She was goddamn terrible. Really? I thought to she was me, good. Which is interesting that I I like the fact that you think she was great. And I was like, she fucking sucked. Like, I, I like, was not believing anything that bitch was selling me.
1: Well, she kind of comes around Awful. later and realizes and admits it, though. There's like this whole meta thing where she realizes yeah, that she was, fool- she was fooling herself. She gets better when she dies. Yeah.
0: <laughs> like, that was cool. But up until that point, I was like, this bitch sucks.
1: Well, you know what's funny? Because, like, her whole scene with the whole suffocating the baby, suffering the Chucky doll slash her baby thing, she kills, like, you find out that's like the moment where you find out that she killed her own baby and that's why she's in the mental institution. I, before we even watched the movie, I told Christina, I was like, I guarantee you. I'm just now realizing this before we watch this and before I've seen anything that anybody said about this movie, I bet you this is going to have multiple Chuckies. Then towards the end, and I don't want to spoil it just yet because we'll get into that. There was another scene where Andy sends the doll in and I was like, Christina, I bet you the reason he that doll's there and that was the one that he pulled out of the safe is because of this. And she was like, just stop. Just enjoy it.
0: I know I did a bunch of that to Mouse too. <laughs>
1: And then I and but I was right. Um yeah,
0: I kept guessing a lot of shit and like portray and Mouse every time it would happen, Mouse was like, What the fuck? <laughs> and I'm like, I d i am sorry, it's predictable. Like sure. I don't know what to tell you. Like, I mean there is
1: there is some predictability, there is some uh plot holes uh in some of the mythos of the Chucky series, you know what I mean? So I mean I understand like why people might be a little upset about that, but if you really uh, maybe again I don't take it that seriously. <laughs> no. So speaking of the Madeline character, when she pulls like Chucky sticks his hand in her mouth and then pulls out the gore, which I thought was really weird, was
0: stupid. Like, like I didn't what did understand he even pull it. Out?
1: I don't understand, but Don Mancini said that not only the scene with her when she's upset and puts the pillow over the, the kid's head. He said that that scene in particular made him want to cry just because it's dark.
0: Well, what it's supposed to be portraying.
1: Right. And then on top of it, he said that his favorite scene in the entire franchise, the favorite shot of Chucky is when he's looking at the gore that he's pulled out of her mouth. And the facial expression that he has and the shot and everything, he says that, that in particular was his favorite shot in the entire series. What? Light, everything.
0: But there's so many better ones. Well, <laughs> he just
1: means you're going to think from a director's standpoint. I get it. Yeah, like, it's I get not it like a scene that you would enjoy as a viewer, but a, a scene as a director that he just it, was like, perfect. It
0: worked every way he wanted it exactly,
1: to. Exactly. Exactly. So
0: I understand. But I still, I'm like, I didn't get, I'm like, what did he just pull out of her? yeah what the fuck is that supposed to be i don't know either stupid like
1: but i thought it was kind of a cool little thing she was like she's like realized that she killed her child so she's like okay with dying now
0: this was her way of accepting what she did right and her way of understanding this was the only way that she can be at peace with herself and at peace with her child that she killed yeah and she She couldn't kill
1: herself right because she she wanted, wanted to be with her child exactly
0: so that's pretty much how it was. It's kind of like an old school religion-esque kind of way. She sure. can't kill herself because she's not going to go to heaven with her baby.
1: I thought her dynamic was pretty interesting. I, I liked it. I didn't. The, th-
0: the story was cool. I just thought the acting was shit Okay. for her. I didn't like her at all. I thought she was terrible. I thought she
1: was more believable than Malcolm.
0: He was, but he, and all of them were pretty bad in their own way. The most believable one to me was the chick who thought she was dead. I liked her. <laughs> I
1: thought she was funny. Uh...
0: I liked her. Like, she was interesting, but I thought she died too soon.
1: Well, before we get too much into that, I'm just going to name off a couple of uh, two two more trivia bits, and then we'll jump into our favorite scenes. Uh, one of the, do you know the red car in the movie that Tiffany drove? That is the car from Bride of Chucky. Right. That's the exact one.
0: It looks like it. (laughs) Yeah.
1: So I didn't know that at first, but they said that in the in the. uh, I
0: was hoping it was (laughs) extras.
1: Uh, The hospital is called Harrogate, which is based on an Agatha Christie real life story. Actually, interesting. Where she disappeared in the 1930s. Yeah. Uh, Apparently, people combed the countryside trying to find her, and she ended up being found like days later. Like like everybody in the country was like literally looking for her, and she was at a spa. In this <laughs> small, no-name town called Harrogate. And I guess I, there's an, a movie even about this called Agatha. Yeah. About that whole incident. Holy shit. So he always just thought that the name was really cool and the story was really cool. So he wanted to name the hospital Harrogate. So, Interesting. I don't know. thought it was kind I of like fun. It.
0: I feel like we should talk about what is deemed as to be the most, quote-unquote, gruesome death in the entire film, which actually was almost a scene that didn't happen the way that it happened.
1: Oh, go ahead. You tell me about it because I didn't read about it.
0: This was actually planned and written out completely differently by Mancini himself versus how it actually played out on screen. Um, So, um, like, the poll consensus amongst fans of the franchise and fans of the film, the quote-unquote most gruesome death was that of Claire, who I never understood why she was even fucking there to begin with. She felt so fucking unnecessary. Which one is she? The one who burned her house down but didn't kill anyone. No one was in it. She just burned oh. it the Asian girl.
1: You think that's the most gruesome?
0: This was this is pulled as far as to anybody who watched this and loved this movie, is one of deemed as one of the most gruesome deaths. Memorable
1: or whatever. No, as
0: one of the most gruesome. To mm. me, it's not the most gruesome at all.
1: It's kind of typical.
0: It was dumb. Honestly, I didn't, I didn't like, think it was
1: dumb, but I've heard people say that.
0: I thought it was stupid. I liked it. Because it would never happen. That's yeah. why I thought it was stupid. But this is deemed to be one of the most gruesome, quote unquote, deaths in this entire film.
1: Or in the franchise?
0: In the franchise. Okay. And in this film in particular. And which, to me, she feels like a throwaway character. So I'm like, why does anyone give a flying fuck that this bitch dies anyways? Because why is she even there? Right. Right. She's super sane and she's the only voice of reason the entire time. So it's super weird and doesn't make any sense ever at any point with her character. But anyway, she gets bit by the fucking Chucky doll.
1: Yeah, it was just gnarly. Yeah, which is awesome. Yeah, it was, it was pretty cool. She tries cool. to throw it down the chute. Right? She does.
0: She tries to throw it down the trash chute or whatever and it bites her and she drops it on the ground. And then she realizes, holy fuck, this thing's actually alive. And right. she tries to convince the orderlies that this thing is actually, like, she believes Nika. And she's like, oh my God, Like it's real, it's real, it's real. And she has this complete mental breakdown, which she's one of the best actresses, actually, in this entire film. Okay. She does a really great job. And she goes into this a complete fucking mental breakdown. They um, sedate her and they tie her up to this bed. Right. In this completely white, white room surrounded mm-hmm. by some machines and she's attached to a heart monitor, for whatever reason, underneath a skylight. Yeah. A fucking skylight. <laughs> really? Uh. So, but this was where it bridged on super creative deaths for me, which sure. I loved. And Chucky comes in and starts fucking with her. And he has this condensed oxygen can and he bounces it off the ground and shoots it up into the skylight. And then in slow motion, the skylight cracks. And she's like pretty much you know, coherent at this point. But the skylight begins to crack very slowly and then all of a sudden it shatters. And then they do this cutaway back out scene with the camera, how they film it. Mm -hmm. And you see the snow falling down into the scene and the glass shards slowly falling on, like down onto her. And it is so... Fucking beautifully poetic. <laughs> I lost my. But goddamn you hate the mind. scene. No, I love that scene. I
1: thought you said you thought it was stupid. The
0: death is stupid. Oh, the scene on its own is goddamn incredible okay it is filmed so fucking beautifully like i can't even express you just wanted
1: the glasses stick in her
0: how yes i did i wanted shards to fall in different places on her and i felt like it would have been a little bit more believable but it just to me like just that small slow cutaway that they do where everything's in slow motion with the snow and the glass it is cool it was so gorgeous
1: well can i tell you a little factoids on that real quick First of all, Don Mancini even said that he was just like, you know, it's re- it really gets hard to come up with creative kills. He's like, they that is the one. You said they had other choices. Yeah, I'm going to get into that. Well, too. then, yeah, go ahead. Well, I could tell you the facts on it. The drug he shot into her is based off the drug that was in the movie called What Lies Beneath, <laughs> and he was really super interested in that movie and the drug where you basically are paralyzed and you can't move and do anything about it he's always been infatuated with it plus he said he was just like i just wanted a decapitation i like it yeah because like i like heads and shit
0: i was so into it until that part and then i'm just like, god that looks so cgi eh. like it was just oh no no, no, no it wasn't i know and... it wasn't but it looks so fake it her was... head that
1: was a that was, a, that was a, i thought the One, head no, 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 the head the was decapitated awesome. head was like beautiful no, no, no
0: the decapitated head was tits yeah that like, was, was really so good, good but this cut the part where it actually occurs. I'm just like meh. Okay. But the interesting thing is... He actually did a chat on Facebook, Mancini did, where he revealed that this particular kill was originally very different.
1: Okay, what what were the two? He stated
0: that his exact words were, it's interesting, because that sequence, the details of it, changed a lot. In the first draft, Chucky causes the sprinkler system to come on, and it drenches them, and then they go up in flames, which makes no sense to me.
1: Oh, I forget. I remember him saying something about that.
0: And then he says, and I quickly got that out of my system. She was
1: electrocuted, not on flames. She was supposed to get electrocuted.
0: But he already did that in Curse.
1: Maybe, but that that's no, what he, he said. Did. he said it was, but he said it was supposed to be she was electrocuted, not fire. Well, he straight it wouldn't up make says sense. they go
0: up in flames, which I'm like, that doesn't make sense if you just drench them in water. Well, why that's, would they go up in, in flames?
1: The, in the extras when I watched okay. it, he yeah. said electrocution. That's why he got that yes. out of the
0: system. So, well, they would get electrocuted and then set on fire. Probably. But he can't do that because he did that in Curse. That's what he did to the fucking babysitter.
1: Probably, It'll yeah. Live a
0: nanny or whatever. He right. electrocuted her. But anyways, so he says, it's like that's going to take too long and be too much of a pain in the ass. In another draft, Chucky goes to the closet and there's a vial there that says anticoagulant. He goes, does this mean what I think it means? And he injects her with it and she just bleeds out from every orifice. But then I realized... That's like halfway through the movie, and the movie structurally needed a big exclamation point. So that's why I decided to do the glass and the decapitation with the snow. It's very operatic, and that is exactly what I felt the entire time they portrayed that fucking scene. Yeah. I was like, this is
1: poetry. I didn't mind the decap.
0: No, I didn't. Like, the, I didn't the, mind it. The actual, like the shards and the then, I was like, oh, it kind of like it kills it a little bit, but the like suspense leading up to that fucking moment just gorgeous
1: yeah it was really well shot absolutely
0: I like fucking gorgeous and then the cut afterwards with just the snow falling on her decapitated fucking corpse yeah it's, it's,
1: it, that's like like i said this is one of the most well shot chucky movies yeah. ever boner
0: like it it's incredible. really one
1: of the best chucky movies ever it is. shot
0: it's so good
1: um one of the, our, our favorite scenes that i wanted to talk about the crazy lady when she the one that like is talking shit to Fiona's character, Nika, all the time, that they don't get along. That was Claire. She thinks she's a ghost.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, I don't remember her Fuck Angela?
1: I can't remember her name either, Angela. but... Angela.
0: I want to say it's Angela.
1: Maybe, yeah. She, she thinks she's a ghost. She's, of all the franchise, this is the first time that anyone's seen Chucky and doesn't get scared. hmm She's the first character in any of the movies that doesn't even care, other than the kids, I guess you could say. Yeah. But he walks up they have this conversation and she's not scared of him so chucky gets a little frustrated he's like i'm here and she's having an argument with him she was like no i'm i have mental problems and i see things that aren't there and he's like i assure you i'm here yeah i'm and,
0: what does she say i'm a um Something schizophrenic, Yeah, what he says.
1: Yeah. And he he's tired of arguing with her. He's like, you know what? I'm going to come back, and you're next. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, because he gets mad, and he's like, and he says a, 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 a line in it that makes a, kind of another parallel, kind of like you said with the Hannibal thing. Mm-hmm. He goes, oh, the cuckoo's nest, this one, or something. Yeah, Brad- Fucking cuckoo's nest, which he was in, one, one flew, flew over, over the, the cuckoo's, cuckoo's nest. nest. Yeah. <laughs> So I was just kind of a nod there. I, I thought that was it. cool. That was a really funny scene. We talked about the Chucky head talking when they were watching the video, which is really great. Um, the orderly getting killed. Carlos. I
0: hated that. I thought, I was thought so that stupid. was stupid. I mean, it was cool, but I was like, run, motherfucker. What? Like she straight up is like run and he just stands there and I'm like, My ass would have ran oh before she God. told me to run.
1: But it was cool. I don't know how you are getting caught up on these significant details. I, it's me, Alex. It's a silly movie. But you're right. Like it's it was a cool. silly movie. It was cool. Dolls do not come to life, I know. Brittany. I'm just I know letting you know. <laughs> I know they don't. That's
0: why I can't okay, like Okay, This is why can't.
1: I like that scene, okay? There is... Okay, so this is where Carlos gets fucking attacked by all three Chuckies. One's like the one with the lost arm. One's the other one uh, with the buzz cut, the fingers and everything. And and they're all like kind of stabbing him. One of them slices his stomach open. And all the organs come popping out, which is really weird. And they're steaming. Because Buzz Cut, since he's kind of the young one... Yeah. His face while he's stabbing him... Made me crack up. Like mm-hmm. I just fucking lost it because he's just so excited. <laughs> he's like, I feel so alive. Like I'm like never yeah. Disneyland. <laughs> Incredibly. And I'm sorry, I was just giving you shit, because I'm like, how can you hold this accountable when there's a fucking doll walking around, and that would never happen in real life? No. Suspension of disbelief.
0: That's still what I'm saying, though. <laughs> like,
1: I, I understand.
0: As soon as my ass would have walked into that fucking room and saw that shit occurring, my ass would have been gone before she told me to run. Right. I'm, bye! <laughs> <laughs> I'm
1: out! <laughs> like, one of the funniest, my favorites... Do you want to tell another one of your scenes, or do you have one? Can
0: I say my favorite death sure, yeah. scene? Which, after you discover that the um, doctor... Um, oh, my God. What was Foley. this? Foley. After Dr. Foley's character, you discover he's a total fucking rapist creeper. Creep. Yeah. Um, and he's been using his hypnosis therapy sessions with so Nika to fucking molest her, pretty rape much. Rape her,
1: basically. Yeah.
0: Um, he buys her these, like, red heels. Yeah. And... Chucky has kind of come into, um, he kind of knows a little bit of what's going on at this point between Dr. Foley and Nika.
1: Cuz he slammed him over the head the first time. The first time yeah. and tried to get
0: her to kill him and she wouldn't do it. Yeah. Well, now he's in there the whole time the second time. He puts these red heels on her and then he comes onto her again and does this whole thing and Chucky knocks him out again and he's like de- basically half dead on the floor and Chucky's trying to get in in a, in a way trying to get Nika to like kill him and then he ends up possessing Nika. Yeah. It almost kind of takes away from the story for me because now he doesn't have this revenge against Nika. He's kind of become um, sympathetic to
1: her. Well, he, he always has. Well, he always has, but he... Because he was, she was supposed to be his daughter in a way. But
0: he lets go of all that anger right? in this moment. And he takes control of her body and he stands up and so now she can walk and you know all this because right. it's, it's Charles Lee Ray and, and the body it's not Nika anymore and he's like realizing the fact that he has control of her body and he's like becoming her in a sense but he's still him and then he he's almost about to walk out of the room and he realizes that Dr. Foley's character is still alive and he kind of comes back and he looks at him and he's like this is for Nika and he fucking stomps the dude's head in with those red fucking heels right. and it's this glorious it's redemption brutal. moment, and to me, this is the—that's the most gruesome death.
1: That's pretty brutal. Of yeah. all
0: the deaths in this film, that's the most gruesome. And it
1: looks real. <laughs> it does look real, especially
0: the final cut scene of it. Like yeah. when they pan out and you see like the fucking fucked up buck teeth shit. Right. Like, holy fuck. It was awesome. It it was so cool.
1: I I totally agree. That is a really one of the better scenes in the whole fucking movie, just because of its pure brutality.
0: Beautiful. Like,
1: I'm like, Jesus, that's some violent ass shit right there. But do you want to know what's funny? When they originally wrote that scene, they didn't realize that she was, they didn't think about the logistics of her having to stomp on his head. So the whole scene where he, kisses her foot and puts on the shoes was added in makes sense because she was going to a have to stomp on his head till it was smashed and then b how was she gonna walk out in the fucking snow in no shoes with With bare feet yeah. So they were like, well, wouldn't it be cool if he just randomly put on shoes and kissed her feet and it's, shit?
0: It's interesting because it feels so half assed.
1: Right. But, it's, it but it works perfectly because he's so creepy. Right. He's really fucking creepy. I thought it belonged in there just like it should have until the, I watched the behind the scenes stuff. And then I was like, oh, wow. That's crazy how that came together. So, but yes, brutal fucking scene. One of my favorite scenes, and that's a contender by the way, is the doll comes to the hospital because Andy has like two dolls. He's got the Chucky head on a stick that talks to him and he abuses and tortures for Friday night fun night and (laughs) for like masturbatorial whatever night. Yeah, revenge masturbation night uh, which is Friday coincidentally. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) uh, And then he has the other buzz cut one that he cut the hair off And put in another safe. And he pulls that one out, ships it to the hospital, and that one comes back to life and everything. Well, he sent it there, and immediately I was like, Christina, there's got to be a reason this is coming here. Yeah. I bet you there's a gun in that fucking doll. Oh, for sure. And she was like... Really? She's like, God damn it! just watch the movie or whatever. And, and then by the end of the movie, he punches his hand into the stomach. And this whole scene looks really cool. Oh, yeah. Because Andy's in the fucking rubber room, right? And there's all the, like, aesthetic walls. And then the buzz cut opens the door. And he's ready to kill him. And then he just holds his arm with the knife and punches his stomach in, pulls out the gun, shoots him in the chest, like, four fucking times, which is stupid. I felt like it was a little too much there. It was stupid. But the whole struggle with him sticking his hand in was like really cool and the expression on the doll's face was really cool and then he shoots it in the head but it's like, oh, well that's not enough. Let's stomp the fuck out of his head and there is nothing more glorious yes, and redeeming and vicariously revenge than watching the doll get smashed in the head like a fucking cantaloupe.
0: Totally agree. It's
1: fucking so glorious to me it, I love that scene
0: it feels so good it feels so right <laughs>
1: see here's the thing like there are other scenes that we could talk about and, and we're probably going to talk about the very cut the end credit scene yeah the before we do it
0: scene, or the post credit scene the
1: fact that we can talk about all these different scenes that we liked in my opinion, kind of, uh, I don't know. But see, you didn't like everything because you couldn't do the suspension of disbelief thing.
0: No, I try. I don't know. When I tried now, going back, I'm not as picky about it. Right. But in the moment, I was picky.
1: I just, I didn't care because I just, I don't no. think I, I I'm just like, it's not a beloved franchise to me, so I was just you, like, whatever.
0: You've been in a sales island for how many years, yet you have perfectly ombre hair. <laughs> that would never fucking happen. Like, um, I don't, you would never have a sharps fucking drawer at the orderly desk and Un- why would and you unlocked. unsupervised and unlocked and why would you ever be sitting there at an insane asylum with your goddamn headphones in with your back turned to everyone behind you
1: yeah i mean that's a good point
0: unnecessary stupid I- absolutely fucking asinine but again however it's a killer to fucking <laughs> exactly. doll so is voodoo real <laughs> well,
1: <laughs> well, ask you know anybody what I mean. in New
0: Orleans? New Orleans. I'm just yes saying.
1: I'm just saying. I'm just. But I'm giving you shit. Voodoo.
0: I, I. don't know. I. Voodoo and Santeria, I'm very much believe more in. than well, a, a lot of shit.
1: I'm just saying. Like, but, a killer doll coming back to life is pretty ridiculous. Yes. But enough of me picking on you with that. I'm mm. sorry. <laughs> She's giving me the middle finger. Uh, last and probably gory as scene is the drill in the back of so him. Oh, awesome. And I didn't, I didn't, it wasn't like, aha, uh-huh, he's not a, ch-. I mean, I did think that he was Chucky because in a way, they did fool me. I was like, oh shit, who is a fucking Chucky? Is Madeline a Chucky? Is like, because when he came up out of that grave, I was like, oh, he's Chucky now. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Right. So it did trick me in a sense, but it wasn't a good a payoff, I think. No. That it was just multiple Malcolm.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: but him getting drilled in the head for tricking us was kind of nice. I think. Interestingly
0: enough, he's not credited as Malcolm in the end. He's credited as Michael. Yeah. Which is the first character, the first personality you meet him as right. in the movie, which I was like, but he's supposed to be- Michael mul- Phelps. He's supposed to- yeah, Michael Phelps. Yeah. Which he's supposed to be Malcolm or multiple Malcolm. Why isn't he credited as Malcolm, well, which he I does, thought was interesting.
1: He does Ma- Ma- Michael Phelps. He does uh, Mark Zuckerberg from Facebook, but he does the version of the the one from the Social Network movie. Yeah. He does that version, Andy- Sandberg. No. No, you... no, 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 no. You know what I'm talking yes. about. The guy that played- yeah. Andy Eisenberg it's Andy Eisenberg yeah yeah I'm pretty sure anyway he does his his version of Mark Zuckerberg uh and then he turns into Charles Lee Ray which is kind of I yeah. don't know yeah. I mean he did yeah. the he did a good version of I will say he did do a good version of uh Mark Zuckerberg but let's talk about the post-credit scene we'll put our final thoughts on this guys we know this is a little bit longer than normal right. <laughs> but we we had a lot to say about it um which is a good thing. The end credit scene, though, at the very end, you see Chucky on a stick, the head on a stick, and who pops in none other than...
0: Kyle! From what part? Two! Right. Child's 2! She was the
1: other foster kid, the badass kid... I was so
0: excited. ...that was
1: friends with Andy.
0: Oh, they loved it. Yeah. They loved it so fucking much.
1: So I guess if part eight comes around...
0: Fucking Kyle's in it. She's
1: going to be in it.
0: But it was just so fucking beautiful, Alex. Like, she just comes in. She's like, hey, Andy sent me. Right and she fuck whatever she has in her fucking hand to torture him I'm just like ah like I was like this is amazing and that was right. the most excited I ever got about this franchise her-
1: <laughs> I was uh, very excited to see her yes. it was nice to see her come back another character they they've grabbed all of them except just seed of Chucky which <laughs> I, think, I think everybody unanimously hates oh uh, yeah it's like that one in part three that everybody always has issue with and part three I'm still thinking it might be better than the, the seed of Chucky and some way. Yeah. Although I do like some of the kind of cool thing that they did with uh, cedar Chucky and some of the scenes, but... So, overall, what do you think?
0: Liked it. Overall... Would you watch it again? Yep.
1: Will you watch it every year? No. <laughs> Will you watch it every three years? Maybe. Okay. I'll watch it every fucking year. Yeah. I, I really... Even though the, the suspension of disbelief with all the things that we pointed out, the fact that they come back too quick and they become fleshy too quick is kind of bothersome. The fact that the sharp drawer, all these little Nobody tiny fucking
0: wears nurses' dresses right. anymore ever. That the, shit went out in like the 70s. I just,
1: I liked it aesthetically. I liked it the way the gore was. I liked the humor in it. I thought... Overall, I think there was a lot of really wonderful scenes. Continuity style, the way it flowed together wasn't perfect. Yeah. But overall, it carried me through the whole movie. And I was joyous about a lot of those scenes. So
0: overall, it was seven and a half or eight out of 10 for me. Would I would th- watch again. Would recommend.
1: I definitely think it's like eight or nine for me um, in the franchise, especially because out of the top, my top three now are one, two and cult.
0: Yeah, it's two cult.
1: But guys, I hope you enjoyed our little breakdown, our spoiler, and our spoiler-free in the beginning. Uh, If you haven't already, this is the last week that you can sign up for the BTV VIP Club. If you don't turn it in by Wednesday this week, we are going to announce the winner this Thursday for the big box giveaway with a gift card card. Tons of movies, tons of Halloween stuff, Halloween swag out the ass. And out the ass. I mean, it's pretty much like a like a eighty hundred dollar thing that we're giving away here. Like seriously, it really is. Yeah. So, we're going to be pack it full of fun fucking things for you guys, and I hope you enjoy it. If you don't know what I'm talking about, go to longlidthevoid.com, check out the BTV VIP Club, and sign up. It's just an email that we send out on Monday and Thursday to let you know we got a brand new episode. But uh, other than that, thank you guys so much for stopping by. Stay Stay weird, monsters. Tune in this Thursday for part two.